Hello? Oh, good. This is working. Hi, is this Mr. Washburn? Yes, it is. Thank you very much for calling with me today. Um, Can I ask you some questions about your job and what you do for a living? Uh, Absolutely. Great. So um, what what is your job title and uh, so I am a firefighter paramedic for the Long Beach Fire Department. Okay, cool. And what type of education do you have to have to become a paramedic as a fireman? So uh, initially to become a fireman, uh, you have to be a uh, EMT, emergency medical technician, basic, which is the basic level of kind of first responder. Uh, you have to have that certification um, and then you also have to go, hello. Okay. It's working. Oh, perfect. Okay. I, I don't know if you caught that last part. I was just saying you need to be an EMT basic emergency medical technician, um, and go to EMT school. Okay. And then you are, other than that, high school diploma, um, and, uh, that's really it to apply for the fire department. Um, and then they put you through their academy, at least in Long Beach, that was the requirements. Okay. Um, and then on top of that, you, to become a paramedic, you have to go to paramedic school. Um, and that's the, another level up from EMT is paramedic. Um, and that's, that process is just under a year, um, for paramedic school and you can go either your department can send you to paramedic school or you can go uh on your own so yeah what's the difference between like like you get more training but what's like the difference between like an emt and a paramedic like what can they do that's different yeah so uh emt basic they can render uh first aid uh things like splinting and bandaging um taking vitals and um providing things like oxygen and basic life support. They can do CPR and things like the Heimlich maneuver and use an AED, which is automated uh, external defibrillator and, uh, and do some of those things. Whereas a paramedic is doing advanced life support uh, techniques. Things are a little bit more invasive, like uh, getting IV access pushing uh, cardiac medications in a full arrest, intubating, which is kind of uh, inserting a endotracheal tube down someone's kind of windpipe in their trachea, and uh, some other things like providing pain control with morphine or sedating someone who's having a seizure. Um, so we, we have uh, definitely expanded scope of practice with just uh, providing medications and starting IV access and okay. things like that. Okay. That's, and what, did you have any previous experience before becoming a fireman a paramedic that helped prepare you for your job? Yeah, I was a EMT as a lifeguard, um, which probably wasn't, uh, didn't provide the, the most experience for like, ambulance work you know and running 911 calls because we're on the Mm -hmm. beach but I still had to go to EMT school and do a few ride-alongs so that was a little bit of a that was some experience and then I got hired as a EMT 
basic Ford Long Beach Fire Department, and I was an ambulance operator. I wasn't a firefighter just yet. Um, So I did a year of that. So that was some good experience. It was it wasn't uh, going on critical patients, though. It was kind of more of the stable um, patients that didn't need paramedics. Okay. So that was pretty much it. And with your experience, what was the um, like what what are the goals that you have for your within your job, or like what um, opportunities are available? Yeah, so within, uh, at least in Long Beach, um, I've been there for seven years now, and um, there's always the opportunity to promote, and from my position, you can promote to either a captain or an engineer who is the operator of the fire engine or fire truck, Um, so those are potential goals down the line. Other than that, within our department, we have several, we call them programs. Um, Like we have an urban search and rescue program, which is um, kind of the rope rescue uh, techniques. Also, they respond to things like building collapses and um, and do uh, confined space rescue, all of those things. And um, and then we have a hazmat team. So you respond to hazardous materials incidents. We have an airport. So we have an airport station. That's another program. The paramedic program is a program in itself. And then we also have, um, um, let's see, I'm thinking hazmat, urban search and rescue, Marines. Uh, What's the big, bigger fire port boat that's in the port? Um, so yeah, with several different facets to our department that we could get into. Um, and so there's a lot of things, uh, just to diversify, uh, your experience. Okay, cool. And what is the part of your job that you enjoy the most? Uh, I would say just responding on, or just coming to work and not really knowing exactly what you're going to respond on. It kind of keeps you on your toes in a sense, just because you're really not sure what you're going to get called out on. Um, so it's something new every day, something unique, and you're learning something new every day because some things you haven't seen before. So uh, it changes. It's not, you know, some things are uh, could be monotonous, but for the most part, uh, it's something new every day as far as what you're responding to. So I think that's probably what I like most. Okay, cool. And what is the hardest part of your career path or job? Uh, I would say probably just for longevity, uh, at least in Long Beach, we're a very busy department and we go on a lot of calls. So we have 24 hour shifts. We're working around the clock and sometimes we are busy all throughout and uh, waking up sometimes five to seven times after midnight, not getting a whole lot of sleep. You can be on a 72-hour shift if you're working an extra day. And so it just takes a toll on the body um, and uh, can be pretty tiring. So um, that just comes with the, the job itself. But that, that can be challenging sometimes. Okay. Are there things in place that would help um, make sure that you guys don't become, like, burned out or um, 
if that makes sense. Like ways to make sure you're not like overly exhausted, like after years and years of being in the department. Uh, there's nothing really, it's kind of dependent incumbent on the, uh, the individual to kind of maybe seek out something different or, uh, you know, like I was mentioning that you can, you can promote to a position that's, you know, more, uh, managerial unless you're not going to where you're not going on so much calls or you're not as active. If you're getting up there towards the tail end of a 30 year career, the firefighter position that takes a toll on the body. So you could promote to a higher level to where you're not, you know, having to do that much physical work, or you can switch to a daylight position that you're not waking up as much. You're working kind of a Monday through Friday, nine to five for the department. You have that option, but there's really nothing that's in place that says, you know, to prevent burnout. It's kind of on you to kind of maybe, shape shift what your career looks like and what you can handle you know okay and then what is something that most people don't know about uh being a fireman or a paramedic yeah uh well i think part of part of what people don't know is just how busy we are like i was just saying and that we you know sleep in the station and eat in the station and that's our home um And they might not uh, realize how much we actually do wake up after midnight, you know. Um, I think people might have a, depending in every department's different, have an idea that we might be relaxing, you know. But when we're not on a call, we're checking our equipment. We're uh, restocking our equipment. We're training um, or we're working out to stay physically fit. um, Or we're training a rookie, which is... uh, you know someone who's new to the department new to the job Um, so there's a lot of things that we're doing even if we're not on calls which we have many of those um that we stay quite busy so that might be kind of a misconception um that we're sitting in the station playing cards the whole time (laughs) (laughs) and then what would you oh sorry go ahead oh no go ahead I just have one more question. What would you recommend for somebody that would be interested in your field? Um, well, uh, just as far as uh, trying to get a job, what would be? Yeah. Like- yes, I, yeah. I would say do everything uh, you can to build your experience. Um, just life experience in general, I think. Uh, people trying to get hired to the fire department might get z- zoned into becoming an EMT and working on an ambulance as their primary uh, way of getting experience, which is good because it's a lot of what we do is emergency medicine. However, it's, it's also beneficial to say maybe um, pursue wildland firefighting because that's a, uh, a lot of what we do as well. We get deployed on strike teams or even not even fire specific, but get out, get out there and get a job in the trades which is very good we work with our hands a lot and uh, we respond to structure fires if you're able to you know uh, build your skill set and work in construction or whatever it is work with your hands or um, become a mechanic that's also really beneficial and looks great on uh, uh, fire department application also if you any military experience is very good as well because it's a fire service is a paramilitary type organization. So anybody that's in the military 
you know, as long as they remain in good standing, um, they, they have an easy transition into a fire department like setting. Um, so I think just, just honing on, on becoming EMT while that's good, it's good to kind of branch out and even maybe even get a job, um, somewhere else that's not fire department specific and also going to school, getting education is very good. Um, higher education is always, uh, desirable um for uh, getting hired as well so it's there's not one way i think as long as people stay motivated good attitude towards getting a job it'll eventually happen okay great so, yeah thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to let me interview you absolutely okay thank you have a good day you too thank you